0: Hi, this is Daniela Wolf with Bestie Life, the podcast, and this is your community to support you through the little and not so little events that make up your day-to-day life. From the I've got this moments to the Ugh, I just can't moments, we are here to empower all women to find and develop the skills they need to find peace, balance, and the bliss in their busy. Through solo episodes as well as interviews with amazing women who share their journey and their story and how it works for you. I hope you find the inspirations to make you laugh, think as well as maybe rethink what you thought you knew and connect as we realize that we are all living similar ups and downs and don't have to do it alone. So excited for you to hear this episode and thanks so much for joining me today this is Daniela with bestie life the podcast and today i'm here with simone Canego. she is a motivational speaker and author of the book the extraordinary unordinary you she's climbed mount kilimanjaro she is a mom of six and has had a variety of different careers that i'm going to let her kind of explain because it's definitely been a journey so thank you so much Simone, for joining us today
1: thanks so much for having me here
0: so if you can share a little bit more, I know that was a super, super brief bio and intro of all the amazing things that you've done.
1: Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, if we want to talk about the career part first, sure. I've done many things in my life. I started off as a CPA. I, I actually, when I went to college, I thought I was going to... Um, go into medicine. My parents were both physicians. My sister is a physician. And um, and then I met with organic chemistry and then failed it and then got a D the second time and said, okay, I don't think that's going to work for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. so I ended up, what, what was I good at? I was good at math. And so I went into accounting and I got a bachelor's and master's in accounting and I became a CPA. And I worked as a CPA for couple of years and then realized that I didn't love it and was fortunate enough that I could change my mind. I'm a big believer in it. it's okay to change your mind. Yes. Um, not saying go out and quit your job today but figuring out what's going to make you happy. And so I've tried many 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 different things over over my life. I um, worked in sales at a coffee company, at a cereal company, in medical sales. I went back to school to be a teacher. Um, and then I landed in something that I really love, which is the public speaking piece, really being able to share stories. Um, I think when I was younger, I didn't realize that my stories would inspire someone else. And, and still, when I was a little bit older too, I would share my stories and people would say, oh, that's so inspirational. And I'm thinking, me? And I think we all do that. So, um, you know, for me, it was a a big change, but it's what I love doing.
0: Yeah, and I love just how you share that permission to pivot because I don't think we hear that enough. I don't think we allow ourselves that. So, I I love that you share. You know what? It's okay to change your mind. It doesn't have to happen overnight. It doesn't have to be walk in and quit right away. But that ability to Pivot and shift and adapt to the different things. And I think definitely, storyteller, you know, you were just sharing off camera, you just came back from a trip to South Africa, you climbed Mount Kilimanjaro, all these different adventures i think and opportunities that you've had as well as your career choices have contributed to maybe some of those personal stories that you have to share
1: absolutely Um, i love to travel and being able to kind of immerse myself in a different culture try the different foods all of the things that you think about when you travel to different countries and it does lead to amazing stories and just from our last trip i have really great stories from you know but because you have to you have to laugh in the moment right there's times where you're like, oh my gosh, I got really sick on this last trip. And, you know, we had to cancel a bunch of stuff. And I'm sitting in a hotel thinking, okay, this is what I'm doing for the next two days. Right. Um, and, but you know what, that's just how it goes. Like you have to be say, okay, it's okay. Like mm-hmm. it'll still be great. And, you know, I just got to get through the next two days and then I'll feel better. Um, but yeah, it's, it's uh, leads to so many different things being able to kind of get out there. And even if it's locally traveling, just seeing what's around your community. I mean, there's so many different things things that are happening all the time that lead to really great stories.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, the expectations, whether it's that a trip has to be big or that things have to be perfect to really Mm. make those memorable moments is part of that shift. I think uh, when, you know, that you share, as far as how you experience things, you know, one of your phrases is that, you know, you can do anything you want because those small choices matter and realizing those small choices and how you choose to see things and approach things and, experience the ups and downs of life
1: yeah and we have choices every day we we when we wake up in the morning we can choose to be happy we can choose to be miserable i mean it's kind of how our and even if it's a an, a really tough moment there's a way to still see the things in that moment that are gonna help you that are gonna make you better that are gonna you know what whatever it is that you're struggling with um you know i tend to look at the the positive part of it because we learn something from everything we've done in our lives
0: Yeah, it's funny. I've even noticed too, like when we get together, my kids, they're older now, and they talk about those moments when they were younger, that at the time I was either a hot mess or I didn't think things were going well. And those are some of their fun, favorite Mm. things to like share and laugh about. And that connection, you can really see how it brought them all together in such a great way.
1: Yeah. They, they, they're funny. They, my kids as well, like they'll, be like, okay, remember that time? And I'm like, oh yeah, of course I remember that time. I was out of my mind. They're like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, but that was such a great time. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, the, Wait. that was so funny. <laughs> you know? I know. I was like, okay, glad you're looking at it that way now. But yeah, it's it's true of everything that we do. That you know, we sometimes I had I had a friend say to me once. You know, when we talk about how everything has to be perfect, I don't believe in perfection. I don't think there's any such thing as that. Um, you know, we we need to do our best, and we need to be happy while we're doing it. You're not always going to be happy it doesn't work that way but you know looking at i had a friend say to me once that yeah come on over my house is a mess but you know what i don't care because i'm going to clean it later it's not a big deal but what my kids are going to remember they're not going to remember that the house was super clean they're going to remember the time that we spent with them and Mm -hmm. so that's more important than focusing on having everything perfect um, because it just can't happen
0: Right. Right. And it, it, it can take some time to kind of embrace that and let go of our own expectations and, and kind of guilt or judgment about what people are going to think to see it from that perspective of what they're really going to appreciate and walk away with and things like that. Yeah. So what led you to the book, the extraordinary unordinary you tell us all about that. What does that mean? Where did that come from?
1: So I, I, I started actually doing some speaking, and through the speaking, I would have people say to me, have you written a book? You should write a book. I'm like, no, I haven't written a book, and I'm not a writer, okay, limiting myself, right? The same thing where... The things that we struggle with saying, well, I I couldn't do that, or I'm not willing to risk risk that. And I heard it enough times from people that I started thinking to myself, why am I limiting myself? Is it something I want to do? Because that's always my favorite question. Ask yourself if you want to do it, not just because someone else says you should do this. Um, and I asked myself, do you want to do this? And I was like, you know what? I think I really do. It's completely out of my wheelhouse, and and I was really happy with the whole process and really feel feel good about it and something that i want to do again which is probably the great part is that i like i have that motivation to to jump back into that but so really sharing my family stories it's all about realizing what you're capable of and recognizing that the little things you do every day matter and Mm -hmm. they do every little thing we do whether it's cooking dinner for our family whether it's you know helping someone that you don't know with something all those little things make, it, make a huge difference in the world. And you. I think a lot of times we go through and we don't realize that. And so the book is really about my stories that have to do with kind of realizing what I was capable of.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's, that's so important because we don't focus on those smaller moments. We think, oh, I'm just kind of average or mundane and not realizing how special... That can be in so many ways and how important that is that, you know, by shining the light on those little things and realizing what a big difference it can make in the lives of others or that ripple effect or the butterfly effect of, you know, how one small shift can have a huge impact, I think can help us appreciate not only what we're already doing, but some of the choices maybe that we're thinking about or that we don't. That we take for granted you know and how special we each are
1: yeah and it's true of each and every one of us because you know it's hard with social media and what we see on tv we have these expectations of what success is or what how important it is to i don't know the, the money part of it like all of these things where it's every person has as much value as the person next to them and just because someone is famous doesn't mean that they have any more value they just do things differently and that's what I say to my kids all the time. Like you have to figure out what you want, um, how you're going to be happy and don't worry about what anybody else is doing because that doesn't impact your life. And by worrying about what they're doing, you're not moving forward in your own life.
0: Right. Because we're too busy looking at them as opposed to focusing on ourselves. Yeah. So definitely as a mom of six, an author, a speaker, what do you do for you? How do you find that time to take care of yourself? And and what do you do for fun and for yourself?
1: Lots lots of good questions. <laughs> uh,
0: I So a couple
1: of things that I do now that are really helpful for me, um, morning affirmations and evening gratitudes, something that 10 years ago I would have, you know, and like, oh, that won't do anything for anybody. That doesn't work. And um, I can tell you it's made a huge difference for me really kind of building up my mindset and putting me in a good place for each day. And then at the end of the day, even if it was a really tough day, I can always find something that I'm grateful for in that, you know, in the moment. Yeah, days are really busy. But I can tell you this weekend, because we got back from traveling and I was completely off time zone and I'm waking up at three o'clock in the morning, like the first day back, I was up at three and I had finished all the laundry from the trip by six o'clock. Oh, and I was like, okay, what can I work on now?
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so this weekend I watched a lot of movies, which is so atypical for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when my daughter said to me, she's 14, but she she's got she's she's very wise. She always has a a really great comment for everything. Sometimes it's like, okay, mom, really. But <laughs> she said you're the one putting the pressure on yourself. Why don't you just sit down and relax? Like mm-hmm. we're off, we're done with school. Like we're happy to just sit and watch a movie. Don't feel like you have to be dragging us around town or take us here and there. Like we're happy just sitting here. So why don't you be happy just sitting here? And I was like, thank you. Like I needed my 14-year-old to give me permission so I could give myself permission. It was pretty funny, actually. But you know, I think sometimes we need those moments of and self-care is different for every, every person. Sometimes it's Sitting on the couch and watching a movie. Sometimes it's taking a walk. It just, whatever kind of works for you, um, I think. And we have to make the time for ourselves because if we're not caring for ourselves, it's really hard to care for other people.
0: Absolutely, and I think it's so interesting because I work with high school kids as well, and they have definitely mastered the art of relaxing mm. to a perfection level that you know I'm, I'm envious of. Some days I'm like, oh yeah, you know that is so restorative and so important. I think we discredit it because outwardly it might not look productive or like it's accomplishing anything, and we do sometimes need those reminders and those check-ins to be like, nope, this is this is good. Keep doing it.
1: Yeah. And when I woke up this morning, I got out my list again, and I. Check 10 things off before I started talking to you. So I was like, okay, I got a lot done, but I was not motivated to do it over the weekend. And that's okay, I just had to say, okay, well, I needed my daughter to tell me it's okay. But um, <laughs> typically I can just say, it's okay, just sit down and do something that you wanna do right now instead of the work will still be there when you're when you're done with this, so.
0: Absolutely, I always say that the dishes aren't going anywhere, they're not moving. If they move themselves, oh my God, that'd be amazing, but they're yeah. not gonna be gone when I get back, you know? Yeah.
1: I wish there were a dish fairy, but no. <laughs>
0: I know. And unfortunately, sometimes you think, well, people, other people see them, they'll pick up on it. And that might not always be the case, but it does. Yeah. It, it works out at some point. You're going to need a clean plate. It'll yeah, get clean.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: So I always look at gratitude. You had mentioned, you know, with self-care, mm-hmm. it does look so different, but I always think gratitude is so important to help us see that self-care to focus on what's good, because it can be easy to get caught up in what didn't go right, what's not going well, how hectic and stressed and busy we are. But that gratitude of focusing on what we appreciate, what we're so thankful for, can help restore us in so many ways. And so what would you say are some of the things you're the most grateful for?
1: Um, My family, for sure. Being able to meet new people and being able to travel. I mean, there's so many things that I'm grateful for, but you know, again, on a daily basis, little things. I got to the airport the other day, taking my son to, he was going to summer camp up in Vermont and I live in Florida. And I got an email at three o'clock in the morning saying the flight was delayed. Glad I actually woke up to go to the bathroom to read that one, because otherwise I would have been up at 4.30 to get in the car, Mm -hmm. Um, but that was fine. So we got to the airport and there were probably, and I'm not kidding, 500 people in line And we got there two hours early, but I'm thinking we're not going to make – he's not going to make this flight. He was flying unaccompanied. So I went and talked to one of the people working there and she was like, oh, you don't need to wait in this line. Let me put you in this line for unaccompanied minors. Don't worry. You'll be fine. And um, you know, it was just one of those moments where I could have like panicked right at the beginning and just – But I asked for help. I was like, is this where I'm supposed to be? Is this, and I was very grateful because I thought, you know, even if we had to wait in that line and if he missed the flight, he missed the flight. Like that's, but in the moment I was first grateful for that woman helping me, but also this kid gets to go to camp. So even if we have to wait in line for two hours and Mm -hmm. he gets delayed or he misses it or whatever, he still gets to go to this amazing summer camp. And so I thought about it like that, like how, how lucky are we that he gets to go do this? So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And definitely, I think, unfortunately we see more of that sometimes when it comes to having to wait or anything that tests our patient, we forget what a gift that can be in some ways as well or just to find the silver lining in those moments. So I love that you share that.
1: Yeah, and, and it's not always easy. I mean, but what yeah. I've realized is that when I get really stressed about something, it's because I haven't given myself enough time. So mm-hmm. it's always those moments where I'm like, oh, let me just make this one extra stop. I know like I only have this 15 minute window, but let me see if I can make it happen. And then I get there and of course I'm waiting and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. And I know like, why did I do that to myself? Um, so for me, I know if I'm planning ahead and I have, I make the time for stuff. I'm going to be less stressed about what I'm doing.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, that's a great tip in general, just to kind of I walk away with, you know, we don't always have to add that extra thing. Sometimes yeah. it's okay to leave this space there for an, an intentional reason so that we don't feel overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna have the links in the show notes, but can you share where can people find your book? Where can people find you? How can they connect with you, Simone?
1: Yeah, best way is on my website, mm-hmm. um, SimoneCanego.com, and I'm on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, my book is most online retailers, and also Amazon's the Amazon's always the easiest yeah. place for people to find it. But yeah, if you know if, if you read it, if you want to reach out just send me an email because I love hearing people's stories, obviously, so that I can share them with other people. Because if you impact one person, you really do change the world.
0: Absolutely. I love that. So thank you so much, Simone, for joining me today.
1: Thank you so much for having me here. I really enjoyed it.
0: Thanks so much again for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please let me know any questions or comments that you have. Also, if you can please leave an Apple five-star review so that this episode can be shared with more women. There's two quotes that I love, alone we may be strong, but together we are stronger, as well as when women support each other, incredible things happen. So let's be stronger and incredible together, as well as maybe just have some fun along the way. Thanks so much and talk to you soon, bye.